Welcome back to the Broncast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. I'm your host, John Melton. I'm Donnie Whiteman. We are two Bronco enthusiasts who own Broncos, work on Broncos, and love talking about Broncos from Generation 1 all the way through Generation 6. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about early Bronco Vin Decoding, Holly Ford Fest, and Donnie's mom. Okay, happy happy uh, happy Thanksgiving, Donnie. Well, we're, it's not quite Thanksgiving yet, almost. 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 I've already had pumpkin pie, so. Oh, yes. The weather has changed. It's cold and I'm it's it's winter and like the holiday season is upon us. Pretty excited about it. I, I enjoy this time of year. Yeah, the eating season. Yeah. Is like <laughs> for like three months. <laughs> I don't I don't need that, but yeah, from Halloween till like usually January third, when I actually get up from all my January first shenanigans, then then I that's that's the eating window there. <laughs> <laughs> January third's my birthday, so you stretch oh. it, stretch it one more day. Right, one more day. Yep. We'll we'll party January third and then the fourth, I'll start my diet. That's what I say every year. I'm going to diet this year. <laughs> on the fourth. On the fourth. <laughs> Don't specify happen. the month. Yeah. <laughs> Just on the fourth. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, well, you, okay, so it is Thanksgiving week, and I'm talking to uh, our listeners, people watching on YouTube, on iTunes, on all the, all the platforms. Yeah, we've talked about this before, but this podcast, it's for you guys. Um, and we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear what you guys are working on. We want to hear, you know, what you guys uh, are doing. And so this week is no different. This is uh, this is Thanksgiving week. A lot of you guys will have off for uh, Thanksgiving Day, the day after Thanksgiving. Some of you taking some time off. A little holiday action. I know I will be. Um, but I want to hear about what you guys are working on this week. What do you What are you working on in the garage? What are you working on on your Bronco uh, this week? This holiday weekend. Leave it in the comment uh, comments below on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube, or shoot us an email questions at thebroncast dot com. But uh, yeah, what have you been working on? Oh, you know, I've I've been looking at all of the uh, views and the response to the podcast. We had tremendous response on our Bronco horror stories. Yes, so that I mean, was we had an at least awesome episode. Thirteen to fifteen people give us stories we had to choose from. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, so you know, we were just considering things, throwing it at the wall, see what people like. And uh, so far, it's been really great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the response has been has been awesome. I've I've I love looking at the comments. I love, you know, just seeing what people post, what people talk about, what people comment on. Um, I'm surprised you guys haven't commented as much as I thought. Like we actually, you know, like the, the response has been great, but I expected a lot more questions. Maybe we're not talking about stuff that's complex enough but i think we do or controversial or oh yeah controversial. <laughs> yeah yep. everybody's been really nice so far yeah 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 we have one i have a super fan now oh my, my mom started watching so first i told her she goes well how does that work the podcast and i says well you know we record it and edit it and our technical producer does all this work to it and then uh i post it and it can be um listen to you know it's like mondays at 5 a.m is when i post it and she said yeah i don't get up that early (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like, well, you could stream it. And then finally I had to send her your YouTube link yeah. of the <laughs> podcast. And uh, now she watches it. And then I usually get called around 10 a.m. on Mondays. <laughs> and she makes comments about, you know, uh, it was funny. On the first one, you know, we were just set up. We were trying to figure it out. Yeah. And uh, uh, she says, the, the camera's on the other guy more than you. <laughs> and... Uh, because you should tell your cameraman to move around. Like, mom, <laughs> we don't have a cameraman. It's it's on a tripod. <laughs> That's amazing. Move, move the cameraman. Cameraman, move. <laughs> yeah, Josh, <laughs> would you move cameraman one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cameraman. We have three cameramans now. They're called oh, yeah, tripods. So then we went to, I think, <laughs> later episodes, we have two cameras, and, and now we have a three. So yeah. still don't have a cameraman, but right. this is right. good. Yeah. Technically, I'm a cameraman, but I'm just not behind the camera. I'm in front of the camera. <laughs> That's awesome. But she did say, your friend, he's very professional. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Donnie's mom. So I'd love to say some things about her. I have to be careful because she's my only <laughs> super fan, and we can't afford to lose any subscribers yet. Right, right. We do definitely don't have enough to be uh, but, dropping them off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if my parents watch or have listened. I need to feel, I know my wife hasn't. Um, I, I mean, it's a, it's an investment to watch the whole thing. Honey, if you're watching this, you, well, you aren't. So I know I don't even need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, again, thank you guys so much for uh, listening. Thank you for watching all that good stuff. Donnie, what have we been, what have you been, what, what's new in the news world, uh, the, the uh, Bronco news world this week? Well, um, I still don't think they're shipping two-door Gen 6s. No. Uh, all the Raptors that have been released have been four doors so far. Yeah. That really? I've that I've seen, yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah. I know they've moved a lot of people into 2023 models for Gen yeah. 6. Yep. And we did the, a couple episodes we did a heritage uh, yeah. we talked about the heritage bronco and then it was like the next day some people were like you can't get a heritage bronco anymore like <laughs> the dealer like ford is like canceling the orders and all that good stuff so I, I think you can still order the fender kit though oh nice i know that there's part numbers for that and people have bought them uh there's also aftermarket kits where you can do like more of a wide body with the squared off fenders because uh, cool. a really cool thing about the Gen 6 Bronco is the rear quarter panels unbolt. Yeah. Like a front fender. Yeah. I have unbolted one before um, at Ford's secret facility. Um, not really. It wasn't a secret. Uh, one Also, uh, we're really behind on all of our news and updates and things. It shouldn't even, we shouldn't even call it news. But um, <laughs> we went to Ford Fest a uh, couple months ago now two months ago now and uh that was super cool um and we haven't talked about it on the podcast yet and so i wanted to just mention it on the on the podcast and talk about holly actually reached out to you um and talk talk a little bit about that yeah they they uh want to promote at ford fest you know broncos and trucks and get more of that coming behind at ls fest they have plenty of everything so they went after the Bronco crowd and asked if we could put together a multi-generational display and I uh, called Brian LaFleur in uh, the Bronco, let's Georgia, Georgia Broncos, Broncos yeah. Club. And yep. he has these amazing signs that fold out and uh, he has one for each generation. They've done all this research. It says, 
you know, the year, the engine, the transmission, um, and what years that that style represented. And so there's six of those and, um, trying to get a truck to go with each sign I thought would be a little easier, but, uh, you know, this one, the transmission went out, they were drag racing at Friday night and he called. And then another one, uh, I think he, he lost his brakes. Uh, third one was electrical, but these are all like gen two to gen five Broncos. And, uh, but it was really awesome. Brian came through his whole Georgia Broncos club came through and they found some people at the last minute to replace those trucks. And we got to meet them and shockingly, they were all like 20 to 24 years old. It was so crazy. I'm like these young kids that are all coming with their Broncos, their gen three, gen four, gen five Broncos. Yeah. It was a Parker. Yep. Carson. Yep. Uh, Farah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're, they're all super young and each had one of the generations that were missing and just drove three, four or five hours to be here. Yeah. Yeah. All from different States. I think it was yeah. like North Carolina, Georgia and Alabama or something, you know, yeah. it was like, uh, they were all from different States came just to hang out and, and, uh, be a part of Ford Fest, be a part of the, the little Bronco corral and, that was a lot of fun. Brian LaFleur is a great guy. Uh, he's running a super group with the Georgia Bronco group. And uh, they're doing some really cool stuff. And every time, even at like Super Celebration, they'll come and kind of have the display. And I'm always just like, man, that's such a cool, cool thing that they have, you know, going on over there. So, I, yeah, I really appreciate Brian for for doing that for us and getting all that together and Parker had the uh, fifth, fourth gen. Yeah. And he actually was on Bronco Talk, the Bronco Talk podcast, um, which definitely, if you guys haven't yet checked out the Bronco Talk podcast, that's a, another great podcast. Um, the three podcasts that I know of that are Bronco is ours, the Broncast, uh, Bronco Talk, and. Um, bring Bronco back, uh, which bring Bronco back is like a journalistic approach to, you know, the, the life of the Bronco and it, you know, coming back from generation six, but Bronco talk, um, there, those are great guys over there. And, um, uh, the book that we always reference in our Bronco history is, yep, there it is. Um, Mr. Uh, Todd, Todd Zerker, and he hosts a lot of Bronco talk as well, or he'll he'll kind of step in as a host. So I always love hearing Todd talk to people because it's it's just like history and history. You know, it's like Todd knows I feel like everything and about the Bronco, and then he's talking to these people, and and uh, always a good time. So definitely check those out um, uh, if you haven't yet. Talk, check out Bronco talk, especially Parker's episode. Uh, it was fun just hearing him and, and, uh, hearing his excitement and all that. And at, and at Ford Fest, we got to see Von Gitten and, um, uh, Lauren, Lauren Healy. Yeah. yeah. And they had their two Broncos there. What, yeah. what class are those trucks? Um, they're ultra four, but I forget what class, um, 4,600 maybe. Um, yeah. They're amazing. So we were yeah. set up sort of on the hill in the middle of the whole, Ford Fest event where they have a drag strip, Beach Bend Dragway. Yeah. They have a drift course in the parking lot right yeah. next to it. They have a display of um, 
all manufacturers, they have a swap meet, they have a campground. It's all in one giant area. And yeah. then they dug into the side of the hill, this off-road course, and we got to see people getting their vehicles three, four feet in the air, yeah. <laughs> rolling their <laughs> vehicles, you know, yeah, LTDs or yeah. whatever you want to drive out there, Mustangs. Yeah. They had everything on that off-road course. Well, it was the Hoopty X Challenge or something, Hoopty X? Crown Vicks. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, they had just got all kinds of jumping Hoopties, but they also had Raptors. The Raptor Club yeah. um, was out there, and and so a couple of those guys were jumping, and, um, and then uh, Bigfoot. Um, oh, that was had, amazing. Yeah. That was so cool. Like, I mean, you're like 20 feet away from Bigfoot, you know, and it's like, and yeah, so super cool um, seeing all of that, like all that they put into it, because I know it is, it's, it's a more expensive event. Um, I was a little bit shocked when I saw the price, I forget what it was, but I was like, oh, wow. And then it's like, you realize kind of all that you get out of it. um, And it really makes sense. And it's not just like a go sit around for a couple hours, like you are thoroughly entertained with all that they have going on. Yeah, for an entire day. And they have little shuttles that take you to the different parts. And um, yeah, watching those those two guys run the off-road course and set a record that nobody even got close to all day yeah. was amazing. And they got so much air, yeah. those two trucks. Oh, it was awesome. It was so cool. So cool. Um, yes. So uh, that was a good Ford Fest, Holly Ford Fest next year. Um, Around the first weekend of October, they'll have it again next year, and they've asked us to come back. We're going to have a Bronco breakfast next year on Saturday morning, which will be fun. Oh, yeah. I figure we'll have probably 30 or 40 Broncos right there at the off-road course, Yeah, and uh, it's it's like having a bleacher seat. It's awesome. Yeah. So mark your calendars. It'll be fun to hang out with you guys um, at Holly Ford Fest next year, first-ish weekend in October. All right, so uh, moving on here, we've got, it's it's Thanksgiving, which what comes after Thanksgiving? Black Friday. <laughs> and uh, already some, uh, some of the vendors have been posting about their Black Friday deals. Now, I wish, I kind of wish we were doing a Black Friday episode, like on Black Friday, just to talk about all the deals. Um, cause not everything is posted yet, but it makes me excited. And again, I want, like, I'm, I'm curious at what you guys are working on. You know, I'm curious at what, what parts you guys are looking for and what you want to do. Um, I don't feel like I have a list. Do you have a list of like the, I mean, you're always working on Broncos. I, I don't have a list this year of like what I'm looking for. Usually going into black Friday, I'm like, okay, if, you know, the disc brake kit is on sale, I'm going to buy it. Or if, you know, this is on sale, I'm going to buy it. I don't really have a list of that this year. Although, um, I have had my eye on the, uh, Tom's off-road leather seats. I don't know if you've uh. seen them yet. They've had the white and black for a long time and they just came out with, I mean, it looks like leather. It's not, le- it, or it might be a type of leather, but it's not like the uh genuine you know leather it's like a stronger material that isn't gonna rip or you know get destroyed as quickly in in your bronco but it's that like 
uh, tan spice kind of color. I was going to say, I think I saw it and they had like two browns. It's Is that right? Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. two different. And two different. it was a complete set, back yeah. seat and front seats. Yes. And it looked like the expensive leather seats, the way the stitching was done. Yes. But it's probably a more indoor-outdoor waterproof leather feel, like a soft leather feel. But Yeah, yeah. And so uh, that has caught my eye. I know that Tom's had a shipping uh, deal going on for a little bit. I think it ended on like November 10th, but um, hoping that some deals around those seats pop up, I might have to. And there's some rumors on some other deals maybe going to happen and who doesn't want a new set of Bilsteins. Yeah. So, but we don't know any details. We don't, we don't, but yeah, so some pretty cool black Friday deals. So uh, for parts corner, I didn't really, we didn't really have uh, parts per se that we are picking out because I want us to be looking at the uh, black Friday deals going on. Comment down below um, what you're, what you're getting this black Friday or what your spouse is getting you for Christmas, buying it on black Friday. (laughs) I'm I'm buying like parts three at a time now for the three (laughs) trucks that we're building. But one of them actually we're going to build to flip in uh we d- I did see those seats, and yeah. I'm like, ooh, those would be cool in there. Yep. So we're trying yep. to do something really neat with it. Yeah. Um, so if you if you got those seats, would you do black carpet with them? You know, that's funny because we've been talking about if the truck is going to be a dark green. Like we really would like to do the eruption green from the Gen Six Bronco oh, yeah. on there. I think yeah, it'd yeah. look really cool on an early Bronco. That's oh, yeah, an early Bronco. You know, it's got stock quarter panels. We're going to lift it. Um, as big as wheels and tires as we can under it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm probably going to go tone on tone in the interior. So do that uh, color matched bed liner so that it's a shade darker than the exterior paint. And it's, nice. you, know, you can see, you really can't see the metallic paint at that point. But yeah, and then that way the roll cage, I think we're going to do like a powder coat, almost chrome and to match the polished wheels, and that should really pop off the dark green. On the roll cage? Yeah. Oh, that'll Give be it cool. a 70s throwback yeah. look with some round, maybe highlighters across the top. Ah, yes. Yeah. Nice. With, okay, so, and then you'll do possibly tan seats with tan carpet. Yeah, the darker brown. And yeah. then try and do some, you know, matching accents, yeah. like door panels. That'd be cool. Things like that. Yep, yep. That would be very cool. You've got my, you've got my mind going, yes. I'd love to bring back the houndstooth. I just yes. the ranger houndstooth. Oh, I, yeah. I really, I got to do that. Yeah. So I just think that'd be really a, a cool throwback. Yeah. To the ranger. Doesn't TMI make a houndstooth or is it? I know you can get the door panels. Um, okay. I don't know about the center panels and the seat. That's probably something. Yeah. We'll have to take the brand new seats apart, pull the stitching out, and then stitch in the new the houndstooth material. But yeah. in the end. It'd be really cool. It'd be super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, the next part of our podcast uh, is a little question and answer time. Uh, and this one we kind of pre-vetted here. And so it's going to lead into our Bronco history as well. But we got this email from MJ in Chicago. Uh, MJ wanted to buy a Bronco, um, wanted to buy a chassis and build a new Bronco just from the, the frame. And his question was, how can I tell what year it is by the VIN stamped uh, on the frame? Um, And uh, so if you guys 
no, I'm we're in we're in Tennessee uh, and a part of the Tennessee Bronco group. And uh, one of the members is a guy named Jimmy Golden. And just over time, as Donnie and I have spent time with Jimmy, we've realized Jimmy's a little bit of a genius uh, when it comes to Broncos, uh, probably in the Todd Zercher kind of category of just kind of uh, knows everything. Um, and so we got Jimmy on the phone. Jimmy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Jimmy, how's it going, man? Going all right. How are you? Doing well. Okay, first, uh, before you get into this question, how many Broncos do you have? Or, well, let's start with that. How many Broncos do you have in your family? In the family, there's, if you count parts trucks, there's around 21, 22. <laughs> Not two. That's amazing. Um, and uh, how many have you owned through the years, would you say? Just me or as a family? As a family. Just me, I don't know. As a family, the count is 69. Oh, my gosh. So Jimmy doesn't just have, like, head knowledge. He has real-world experience with just about anything. You can, I mean, literally, um, yeah, you can ask Jimmy anything. So, Jimmy, talking about Vins, um, obviously this person, you know, has a frame, doesn't have much information on the Bronco. Um, I know there's a lot of misinformation out there, but there's also some good places for information. Where do you kind of tell people to start when they have a VIN, when they get a Bronco, to, to find out about it? Well, there's a couple avenues for this. Um, one, uh, you can pretty much, if you just want to know what year it is, uh, there's a website called broncohio.com. Uh, and most of the time, you can get your year narrowed down on there. Uh, and there's a few more bits of information. But um, beyond that, I would recommend um, either joining the Facebook group we're a part of called uh, Early Bronco Information and Vin Decoding where we have a lot of uh, a lot of experienced people who can answer your questions and can basically break down your entire your entire build um, <laughs> free of charge yeah or um, there's a company called Marty Auto Works uh, you go to martyauto.com and they can provide a report for you for a fee but they can tell you as far as what dealership it was sold new what you know what all came with it if it was a ranger package, sport package, explorer package, you know, it gets really detailed. It's a really good tool to use. Yeah. Um, so that that's a good avenue uh, either way, yeah. either way. But just, just to narrow the year down, there's several options. Yeah. And that, um, it's kind of difficult to find the Bronco Ohio VIN decoder, but if you just Google Bronco Ohio VIN decoder, um, it will pull up and – I have used this a lot. This is one of the tools that, that I kind of like just to find out basic information. But I know I've noticed that it hasn't been, it's hard to update a website. It's hard to kind of keep things updated with all the information. So definitely don't treat this as the Bible on your Bronco, but um, it's a good place to start. Am I, am I accurate in saying that? You're right. You're yeah. right. It's, it's a good place to get your year maybe your engine, things of that nature. Um, as far as the critical details, like you said, it hasn't really been updated. Um, you know, and it's and like you said, it's hard to update a website. And, totally. you know, everybody has lives and things <laughs> that are going on. 
so everybody gets busy so yeah um and i'm a part of your your facebook group and that is a great a great place um and we'll put the link to that um in the description of this because that's a great place to go um and like you said it's not a a paid thing or anything like that but um it is so interesting because people will just throw their VIN number out there and I'm always amazed at how you can just kind of go, you know, like here's all the information just from that number. And it's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I, I started doing that just because I wanted to know these things and it kind of turned into getting, you know, text messages or, (laughs) you know, somebody hit me up on messenger. And then suddenly I was like, you know what, we should start a group where everybody can see this and everybody can learn all together. Yep. Yep. Well, I've loved it. And sometimes Jimmy will post a picture and say, what year is this? And it's just like the interior of a truck, you know, and of a Bronco. And it's like, I don't know what year it is, you know, but like these people will just pick it apart and say, Oh, it's this because of this and this because of this and this, you know, and it's so cool just how, you know, how much knowledge is on that, that site for sure. Absolutely. Well, um, bleeding into our Bronco history, um, we've been talking, uh, Donnie's been taking us through, uh, the first couple episodes of this podcast, just kind of taking us through the, um, you know, pre Bronco days and, and what Ford was thinking and why they were thinking about the Bronco. And we finally got into the 66 and 67, um, Broncos and, and started talking about those, um, and, uh, and wanted to just kind of pick your brain a little bit. Um, we mentioned bud trucks and, you know, just kind of talking about bud trucks and you said you actually have a bud truck. I have one and my dad has one. We both have one. They're both September of 65 builds. They're both U13s. Oh wow. Low production number. Yeah. It's, it's fairly low. It's within the first, you know, few thousand or so. Um, so they're, it, they're both pretty low. And with those, what, like specifically with the two that you have, what, what is unique about, about each of those? So, you know, as far as the butt trucks, um, the number one thing that you're going to look for to know if you have a butt truck or not is an eyebrow grip. That is the number one. Like if you, if it has an eyebrow grill, it's what, you know, we all call a butt truck. Gotcha. A bud body. Yep. That's the number one. Um, if you want to go back into August, September, when it's real, real early, uh, you'll have things like your driver's side fresh air box is going to be made out of steel instead of plastic. Okay. Uh, you'll have, you know, set, there's several different features. There's even what we refer to as the mystery plug that is on the inner quarter panel on the driver's side. On the super early trucks, there's a little rubber plug in there, and nobody has an idea why. Really? Really. (laughs) We have no idea why that's there. Wow. Um, Most of your your early 66s and even a little past had forward-facing rear shocks instead of the normal rear-facing. Okay. Um. You know, there's there's several things about these that are unique. I mean, even like your rear floor pan is different because of those forward-facing rear shocks. Wow. Like there's no indentation to clear the rear shock mount. 
So oh. those were even different. And an, another thing is um, the uh, waterfall tailgate. How long did they run that for? And so there is some misconception out there about that tailgate. That tailgate actually ran into 67 also. So that tailgate was actually 66, and I'm going to say at least 85 to 90% of 67. Okay. Um, the square cut bumpers that everybody searches high and low for, yeah, those ran to early 67. Uh, so you'll find some early 67s that had those square cut bumpers. Now you, you brought to the open house, uh, it was a 67, wasn't it? The Correct. police yeah. Bronco. Yes. And that's a, going back to the VIN decoding. What was the special VIN on that? So it's an 83 DSO. And for those that don't know, DSO stands for district sales office. And normally that would be, you know, what area it was sold in. Like say for me, most of the ones I find are going to be Atlanta DSO or Memphis, but it could be within, you know, 150, 200 miles of there. It's just, that's the headquarters that they based it out of. This one is a government 83 DSO. And it was a special order for a military Bronco is what it was. And I actually have another one that's also with 83 government DSO. Wow. I was, I was also reading, uh, recently that they, they made them for the different agencies too. So they were, um, I mean, what were those builds called? They weren't necessarily military designation. Um, what were they? So <clears throat> Ford actually did produce some specifically for the military, but they were under a government uh, government DSO code. But you could, I mean, under that government DSO, you could also have, like, say, forestry or... You know, we're here in Tennessee. We know what TVA is, Tennessee Valley Authority. Yep. You know, if if they bought a Bronco to use at one of their plants or facilities, it would have been under government DSO also. Uh, okay. And then you were saying so, some of the military vehicles were painted different colors underneath. It could have been, I know gray is one of them, right? Gray is one. Your Navy Broncos were gray. Uh, your Marines and Army Broncos were green. And your <laughs> Air Force Broncos were blue. Yeah, wow. that's right. So if you look underneath your truck and you see some unusual colors, it could be, you know, and so you check your VIN and see what the number is. Yeah. Ironically, right. I, I talked I talked to Jimmy earlier today, and this lady brought her Bronco by, and she had numbers matching glove box and um, frame, and she was really relieved when I told her that she was on pins and needles. But Jimmy today told me he goes, "No, that's a that's a U14. That's." Actually, a 70 has to be a 72 or older, but he came back with a 68. Is that right? Yes, it's a 68 then. But her title says 74. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're going to get her title straightened out so it says wow. a 68. Yeah. Now, 67, can we move on to 67? 67 stuff is pretty unique as well. It's almost as unique as the 66, would you say? Yes, it is. It, um, you know, the 67 is kind of the unsung hero of, you know, rarity in Broncos because, you know, we talk about how 66s have, you know, the cone-shaped dash knobs and, you know, the the one-off doors and things like that. But 67s 
67 also had one year only doors. Uh, <sighs> the uh, dash knobs on a 67 are also one year only. Wow. The uh, seats in a 67 are one year only. There's a lot of things with the 67 that was unique in itself. Wow. Yeah, what I love about the 67 on the interior is the chrome-plated covers on the side of the hinges on the seats. I mean, they look like they're right out of a Mustang. Oh. Yes, the 67 sports seats, those are beautiful. When If they're freshly redone or if they're survivors, they are beautiful. Wow. And then there's, there's a, it was a polished aluminum or what, but the top of the door panels also had like almost chrome to it. And isn't there a piece of chrome under the dash? Yeah, so a lot of them, on a 67 Sport, you could have trim on the top and bottom of the dash, but a lot of times one of the pieces will go missing. So you'll see some that only have one or the other. But the funny thing about that is, talking about 67 Rarity, they actually changed the dash pad just to have that trim. Really? A 66 and 67 dash pad are different. Wow. That's crazy. It's like they're still trying to figure out what what to do with this thing, you know, what to make it. Right. Yeah, it's, you know, you see a lot of creative things like, you know, late 66 or early 67, 289 truck. There's some small holes that they put in the pasture side of the core support for airflow. Huh. And it's the, it's the oddest thing you'll ever see, but they are factory. I've seen more than one. I've probably seen 10 or 11 with it. Wow. It's it's wild, some of the things they did to make things work. Now, what's the most unique thing you've seen, 66, 67, that you're just like, oh, man, I, I don't think I've seen anything like that? From from the, <sighs> like from the factor, or like, you know, someone saying, oh, this, this came like this. Well, you know, can't really bring that conversation up without bringing the Shelby Bronco up that Gateway Bronco owns. So oh, it, yeah. you know, it's got several, even the sport emblems on it are different than a normal Bronco sport emblem. Wow. Um, that, you know, the little horse on the sport emblem, yeah. it's removable on those. Yeah. So it was like the whole thing was handmade. The, and for people yeah. that don't know, the Shelby Bronco was a pilot build Bronco and had a special VIN code too. That's, didn't it say it was made at the Allen plant or something? It was made at the, the prototype plant. Yeah, it was. Wow. Um, so it's, uh, it's VIN is normally like, say you have a 66 half cab. It's U14 F or N L. Well, this one's like U14 FS. And it's the only Bronco known to exist that has that code. Wow! Oh, I did. I, it's the only. It's the oldest surviving Bronco, too, right? It is the oldest surviving Bronco. Yes. Wow. But the oldest, actually, it's funny we bring that up. The oldest surviving production Bronco was just recently found. Oh wow! Um, and it is. Uh, it is. At max, it's the fourth Bronco ever built. Wow. That is insane. That's yeah. so cool. But as far as what the rarest things I've ever seen, um, when you get real, real early 66, there's things like within the first week or two of production, you'll see that they did where actually 
the inner fenders are shorter than the than the later version. Um, you know, huh. some of the super super early ones or pre production ones had a falcon horn ring, not the normal <laughs> forward horn ring that we used to see. Oh, wow. It actually said falcon on it. <laughs> wow, things like that are pretty yeah. pretty odd if you see that. Well, Jimmy, thank you so much. You are a wealth of knowledge and, uh, again, just don't want to take too much of your time, but we'll definitely have you back on the show because I just, I, I love hearing about the, the unique things and that just the, the unique things that you guys find and that you have and, uh, really appreciate, um, you, uh, you joining us today. It's been such a pleasure to have you. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me. It's been fun. And hey, if you guys are listening to this and enjoyed Jimmy uh, talking to us about his bud trucks and and uh, all the unique things about different Broncos in 66 to 67, let us know. Leave us a comment. Shoot us an email. If you have a question for Jimmy, definitely join his Facebook group. Uh, the uh, We'll put a link in that in the show notes or in the description below. But that is it. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you again for listening to another episode of The Broncast. We want to thank our sponsors, Tom's Off-Road, for all your Bronco parts and ARP automotive racing products. We also want to give a special thanks to our technical producer, Josh Toller. We couldn't do this without him. And the music you heard today is from Adam Nitty, bass player extraordinaire. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time on The Broadcast.